Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 1108, Murder Most Maris. I wonder what this one's about. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, it has something to do with a helicopter. <laughs> it does. Is and that what's in the opening thing? It is. Yeah. And it's 22 minutes and 43 seconds. Ah. I was going to say it's a longer one, but I bet that's because of the previously. The previously. Yeah. All right. And the writer on this episode is Sam Johnson. Mm-hmm. Which is which... the writer from last week, too? No. Last week was Chris Marshall. Oh! So this is still Sam Johnson and Chris Marshall. Oh. Do we like more Sam Johnson things? Has he ever written <sighs> one by himself? Yeah. So I'm trying to think. He did. Okay. So Fraternal Schwins was okay. his on his own. The bike one? The bike one. Okay. Star Mitzvah, I think, is his own. A lot of the others are ones he did with Chris Marshall, like the Radio Wars. Uh huh. Yeah, we all know. Yeah. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. Um, but yeah, I think Star Mitzvah and Fraternal Schwins were uh, okay. original. Yeah. Uh, or, or on his own. Anyway, before we get uh, too into it, we're going to do the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to messages you send us on Twitter at Fraser Podcast. Or by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. We got an email from Sean Holland about from about Maris Returns, where he says, I will say, I found the thing with Fraser's misunderstanding funny, but of course, so that's the uh, the part where... Um, where's pants fall down? Where's pants fall down? That part. So I found the thing with Fraser's misunderstanding funny, but of course, that comes from a place of knowing it wasn't intentional from his perspective. So yeah, that wouldn't fly now. Which, yeah. Yeah. Basically the same thing we were saying is like... It only works from our perspective. It definitely is very, it's definitely funny. Yeah, I agree. It's funny. Like, it's just only because we know the perspective. We know the truth. And in that case, it's funny. Mm-hmm. The thing with the radio report, I can explain. This This is the thing where the report about Maris committing the murder oh, seemed yep, to be on yep, a classical yep. music station. Yeah. So I'm almost certain Niles was listening to NPR. My local NPR often plays classical music late at night, which can help when you can't sleep. They also have news reports at the top of every hour, and the reporter used that super relaxed tone NPR hosts often use. So I assume this was at, like, midnight, and Daphne had been gone for a few hours stewing about Niles' lie before coming home. Uh, anyway, I really like the next episode, one of my favorites. But yeah, that whole explanation... That makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. Totally. Because, yeah, I was definitely, like I said, I was thinking of it like the cl- only, the classical music station that uh, I heard at your periodontist. Um, but this is clearly, but yeah, this makes, that makes a lot of sense. Of like <laughs> The one and only classical station at my periodontist. I'm saying I heard it every time we went. So, like, it, I associate it with that because it was like the middle of the day. This isn't the same thing. So... This, yeah, this makes sense. But also, Sean Holland and Manaculture mm-hmm. listening to NPR. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we also got uh, a couple of tweets from Maria Dunn. Okay. Uh, oh, we were watching uh, the show called um, "What Beyond Belief: Fact or Fiction," <laughs> yeah, which is a which super we were old just show. Talking about. <laughs> um, and it's so silly and. We just heard, we thought the person's name was Maria Dunn in it. <laughs> yeah. And like Dave and I like looked at each other like, oh my God. But it was not 
that name? Yeah. What? It was, it was Marina Dunn. It was Marina. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was. So. No, it was ca- Rena. No, they said Marina. She was calling herself Rena later in the episode. Oh, okay. But they definitely said Marina. I want to know, since that one's real, what the heck was going <laughs> on there? There's a lot of things on that show that are like, this one's true. We heard a vague report of something similar. We heard a from rumor the 70s. in the like, trains, train station. <laughs> One of our producers was walking past and overheard someone talking about this. Uh, all right, let's get to the tweets. All right. So there was actually, t- so there were two. The first one's as uh, Ben mentioning that Frasier on line thread and the fleet joke made me remember posting on that forum about a joke I didn't get. Turns out it was the same thread too. Amazing. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And this is, uh, once again, why I say when I consider us experts on Frasier compared to the average person, I consider us amateurs compared to most people listening to us. <laughs> yes. Also, if you're taking suggestions, and please re- disregard this if I've misremembered. No, we asked for suggestions. Uh, but I swear, Diana once mentioned watching and enjoying Only Fools and Horses. Mm-hmm. That is That is true. That is true. So this is about... I was asking for suggestions for shows to possibly do a podcast about. I would 100% do that. Yeah. It would be so hard because we wouldn't get half the references. We maybe that's, have to, like, do maybe some, that's the the best part about it. Like, like Americans watching yeah. this British show with a lot of British references that we'll never get. Yeah. And then we're like, we have to actually go like take a history class. <laughs> we have to like watch. A history, a history of English a history comedy. Class Okay, so we had to find someone, like, that, I don't know, is, like, that can watch with us and explain (laughs) it. If only, if only there was someone who, like, listens, already listens to our, if only anyone Mm. already listened to our podcast who would be able to explain Mm. the things that we don't understand. If only there were somebody who would, anyone who would do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's definitely. Mm. I feel like that could definitely be on a list. That, that could definitely be on a list. That is a that is something that like that was a thing that early on Diana like kind of introduced me to was that show. Remember, we got a lot of that on Netflix when it was like we were still getting discs. Oh yeah, we mm-hmm. used to, we got so many of those. We watched most of the series. I want to say. Did we watch most of the series? We watched a lot of it. I mean, like, uh, there's plenty that we didn't get through, but, like, also, um, it's not like I remember it. Like, I don't remember, I wouldn't remember it the way you remember Frasier, right? Like, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it, this was, we were getting them on disc from Netflix. We haven't had gotten discs from Netflix in an extremely long time. We have gotten dissed by Netflix. <laughs> we have gotten dissed by Netflix. Not really. We got dissed by Netflix when they sent us Kangaroo Jack that one time when we wanted a different movie. Um, anyway, I'm just saying that's an option. Only Fools and Horses definitely, I think, goes on, goes on a short list. <laughs> okay. Because there is no list right now. There is no list. but There is kind of a list. There's a bit of a list, but it's short. It's short. It's a short list. Okay. All right. You want to talk about the episode now? Yeah. All wait, right. wait. I thought there were two tweets. Did you read both? The 
first one was about Ben on the forum. Ah, oh, okay, ben okay. And the forum, and the second was about the- Ben at the forum, like in Rome. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A funny thing happened on the way to the Fraser joke forum. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Montana. <laughs> After the previously. Yeah. Previously. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we so we talked about this a bit yesterday and then had to stop. And now I'm going to try and repeat certain things because I wanted to talk about them on the podcast. All right. Let's do it. So one of the things I noticed when we were rewatching the episode yesterday is the in the during the previously when you see uh Esteban come in and punch Fraser he it's a bad punch it's a really bad, bad at punching he's bad at punching for an apparently like violent athlete it's a bad punch he's not a violent athlete as we talked about he's a polo player which is an athlete he's not playing rugby no he's violent and he's an athlete Ah, well, he doesn't know how to punch because he learned from Nintendo. <laughs> um, the one uh, thing I watched that had the most punching, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Mm-hmm. One Nintendo game I played with the most punching. They punched better than this because they would lead with their left shoulder and then twist into the punch with the right um, arm. Yeah, he- but as the puncher in that game you're just pushing the a button sure so he didn't have a controller in his hand and he was like how do <laughs> i'm just saying it's not a Look, good punch we shouldn't have bad mouth a man now dead now dead <laughs> fair i'm just saying it's a bad punch there is definitely a joke about drinking punch right there uh-huh. Like Niles's punch bowl. Uh huh. I mean, they were drinking punch. There was punch at this party. Just dipping a sandwich in it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know how to punch. I feel like this guy would know how to punch. Dave makes a great punch. A rum punch. I make punch. a good rum punch. I do make a good rum punch. I haven't in a while, but I do make a good rum punch. I'm a big fan of rum in fruit drinks. Rum in fruit drink. Yeah. I mean, there's various drinks that are rum. I thought you meant like purple, the purple stuff. (laughs) I've never had rum in the purple stuff. Just like those little barrels of like whatever flavor they are. They don't have a flavor. I actually can't guarantee that I've never had rum in one of those like barrels. What about like those icy, like icy popsicle things? (laughs) But like, like they're not frozen. Uh-huh. They're just like the liquid and the little plastic tubes. Yeah, we'll call. Oh, I've had that. It's a cocktail called the Lip Slicer. Because like those little icy drink, they're always they always slice up the. No, side but of you your... would pour it in a glass. Yeah, what but you... but you would still call it that. Like the name still, you would still use the name okay. because it's melted like icy. Those icy pops. Ice Pops, whatever they're called. Otter Pops? Otter Pops is a brand, but there's a different, like, I never had Otter Pops. I never, it should not surprise you, it was not, I didn't really have those growing up. <laughs> yeah, no, I I had them enough, like, I had a technique on how you eat it to not slice up your lip. Like, I had, like, a whole technique. Like, I had popsicles that were real fruit juice. <laughs> 
didn't sound super pretentious. Uh, man, my family didn't know real fruit. We never saw fruit in our lives. <laughs> this is not true. The only the, you but, blueberries. You had blueberries. <laughs> okay, we ate fruit. That's that's not true. We didn't eat fruit juice. Fruit juice popsicle. Like nobody uses real fruit to make popsicles. Popsicles come in like four types of fruit: green, red, blue, pink. Sometimes, sometimes there was pink fruit. Okay. That's the fruit you got in popsicles. Delicious. Yes. Delish. Yes. Now and here a we slight are. Slight bit of iron from your bleeding lips. Anyway, I'm just saying they always cut. They had the little edges, and they always cut up your the edge of your mouth. Everybody listening knows what I'm talking about. Everybody whose popsicles didn't have real fruit juice in them. If you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. I know it does. It does. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about because I have had them <laughs> more recently. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, also, okay. When the episode starts, most of this party sub is gone. I don't feel like most of it was gone before. Mm-hmm. When we see, was this much of it gone when Daphne comes back? I don't know, but. Frazier eats a lot of it. <laughs> okay, I don't think he eats he eats most of a six foot sub. That's as tall as he is. I think if you're six feet tall, your height is indicative to how much party sub you can eat. <laughs> okay, so if you're six feet tall, you can eat six feet of party sub. N- no. Okay. You can eat three feet. Okay, so you're saying you could eat two and a half feet of party sub. No, only two. You could eat two feet of party sub. Yeah. So, keeping in mind, like, a party sub is usually significantly wider than, like, a sub that you get at, like, Subway. Mm-hmm. So you could eat essentially, like, four foot longs. I've only eaten a party sub from Subway. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Like an entire party sub? No. At the end of the school year. How, oh, did wait, you not know this? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Back it up. What you mean is the only time you've eaten a party sub, it was from Subway. Yes. Okay. Because what I heard was the only thing I've ever eaten from Subway was an entire party sub. (laughs) No. Because you said I've only ever eaten a party sub from Subway. No. I've had plenty things from Subway. Okay. Including some... Some portions of a party sub. Okay. Like two little bits. Mm-hmm. Two little slice bits. That were each a foot long. No. Okay, but you said you could eat two feet of a party sub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amused at the idea Okay, of maybe you... I can only eat five pieces of party sub. Uh-huh. And thus, Fraser can eat six pieces. Mm. Okay. So that's maybe a half a foot of party sub. Yeah. Okay. This is dumb. This is <laughs> dumb sandwich math and I'm done with it. All I'm saying is when the scene starts, most of this sub is not there, but it's not like it's it's like scattered to pieces as if they were taken by people eating them. But I feel like most of this wasn't gone. 
at the end of the episode. Time has passed because Fraser went to the thing and had that awkward, awkward thing happen. Sure. I'm just I saying. I don't understand why Fraser going back to work has to be part of, like, going back to, like, doing the, like, uh, like uh, sit down therapy, whatever it's called, regular mm-hmm. office stuff. Yeah. Why doesn't have to be coupled with this weird Maris murder that's, episode? Because that's the B story. And also because we've been building towards this for a he, long time. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Maris is the B story in the first part, but now is the A story in this one. <sighs> it's yeah, Maris because, returns. But the, the whole thing about him going back and doing the thing is definitely the main part of the last episode. I don't know if it is. It is! No, I think it's. I don't think it's. It's the majority of the episode. Because we start. We don't even care about it in this episode. We don't even talk about Fraser's stuff in this. It's like that day didn't happen. Doesn't he have to go back to work today? I I mean, theoretically, yeah. That's the thing. Like, he's got to work somewhere today. Maybe his first was his first day of private practice on Friday. He's like, let me start on Friday. I'll take that day off of my radio show, do a bunch of appointments, then not have any appointments for or a show for the next couple of days. And then it just happened to be that this murder happened. I don't know. Yeah, timeline's weird. Timeline's usually weird. I suppose if he just had a radio show the next day and he didn't have any appointments, he might be able to take that day off too and just be like, yeah, so like... My brother might be implicated in a murder. I need a day. I don't care. You don't get a day off when you're in show business. He literally just took a day off you don't to get work a, day. a different job. You don't get a day in show business. <laughs> okay. They had to send in the other Fraser from Star Trek to do it. <laughs> he is caught in a time loop. He could probably do it. Yeah, he's like, I'm normally the captain of whatever ship here. <laughs> but I'm taking your calls from space <laughs> yeah i don't know I'm why your space captain whatever space captain kelsey here or the something ship yeah thing i totally remember that episode yeah very well i know everything about it i i, I remember a lot about it i don't okay, remember no, anything about okay okay let's talk about the montana i okay. dribbled drink uh all my notes are ruined <laughs> all right so, so Martin and Fraser race on over there, uh-huh. which we can only assume, uh, as Sean Holland pointed out, we have to say the whole name. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> uh, like that it's probably some kind of like midnight it's sometime late at night. Yeah. That we'd heard about it, so it's sometime late at night. Yep. But is it? I mean Yeah. Um Sometime well, maybe it's not midnight, but maybe it's like eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then yeah, no. So unless it's like early the next morning, but like I don't think it is. I think it's later. I think it's late that night. Yeah, because the sub is still there, right? They're yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah. Stub the sub out still, all night. They're stub. still clean. <laughs> yeah, because they're cleaning up. The stub of the sub out all night. Yeah. No, they're definitely cleaning up because, like, Daphne's carrying, like, cups and things at the well, time. Well, like, yeah, they're cleaning up by just hosing down that sub. <laughs> uh-huh. So this is where we get that great setup 
for like pretty much the rest of the episode, the recurring thing in the rest of the episode when Martin's asking like, how are you holding up? And Frazier's like, you know, uh, I forgot what he said exactly. Oh, as well as can be expected. Oh yeah, as well as can be expected because <laughs> he just got punched and it's like, yeah, I was talking to Niles. It's about Niles right now. Like you're the one, Niles is the one who- Excuse me, is this the show is called Frazier? <laughs> It's true. It's never been about Niles. It's. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I actually think the show is about Niles. The like, show's kind of about Niles. Yeah. It's around Frasier, but it's well. It's weird. It's always like it's a. It's in the like it's in the orbit of Frasier, but yeah, it's a more about everybody else. I feel like everybody else grows more than Frasier does. Frasier hasn't had a moment of growth since that. Ingrown toenail. <laughs> what? Okay. No, I don't know. I was trying. I was trying to be funny, and I failed. And let's just not talk about it again. We'll never talk about it again. All right. So, um, but anyway, I just I do love this moment when he tries to like point out how traumatic it is to have been like punched by some by a man now dead. It's it's um uh, this it, that entire I love the whole so like um everyone just like stops and silently just kind of stares down because yeah. like they don't know what to yeah. say but it's it really doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be awkward. The thing is, like, it totally is a thing that could be traumatic, not just because like it hurts to be punched it, in the face. It hurts to be punched in the face. Absolutely. Also, when you just open the door and yeah. you just answer a question and someone punches you in the face, like that's scary. Yeah. So, like if somebody is having that sort of like like pretty traumatic response to that happening, then like that's is totally the reaction you would have. Also, where does eye twitch go? <laughs> Well, that's I think why he rubs it. He rubs it some there. It, it you know you get that little you got to massage it a bit. It, it helps with the twitching. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like sometimes you get like a bad muscle twitch. If you like rub it some, it can actually it can help and make it less less twitchy. So, um, I don't have anything to add to that. But <laughs> let's talk about how the police they turn on the news and mm-hmm. hear how the murder weapon was an anti crossbow. Right, which is important because because of the conversation because martin's trying to say, like find out what they talked about which mm-hmm. like i love this i love this moment even before mm-hmm. the uh, news report happens mm-hmm. where martin's trying to find out what niles and maris talked about because the police want him to go down there and he's like mm-hmm. well what did you talk about I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine and he's like uh they were uh maris is gonna be part of a um uh tableau vivant which we heard that. Yep, in the middle of season 10 when they had no idea what that was. But now they're experts. Now they're experts. Now it's just, just a normal thing to say, like mm-hmm. that they just know totally. And it's going to be about uh, a tableau vivant of the martyrdom of St. Ursula by Attila the Hun. Mm-hmm. And Maris is playing the Hun and needed his antique crossbow. But... As but, Dave has figured out, yeah, Dave yeah. played the sleuth. He did his own mini <laughs> mm-hmm. forensic files. Yeah. There was no forensic <laughs> there involved. Wasn't. Where I, yeah, I looked it up. I looked up this painting and it's a really interesting painting. It's very dark. Um, so it's actually hard to see clearly on a, a computer screen, but it's not a crossbow in this painting. 
it's a like a regular like bow like a hand like a i don't think it's a long bow but it's just a uh, it's just a regular bow which i thought was weird but then we're gonna get a whole discussion of whether or not this whole this was accidental and the thing is there's a crossbow is much easier to accidentally fire than a regular bow Mm-hmm. which makes me think this wasn't an accident but we i think we can get into that more once we've actually got more of like what the whole story is supposed to be later on i'm just saying it's not a crossbow in this painting but 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 it's the murder weapon it is the murder weapon yeah so i I, it's weird just this sentence is weird i know (laughs) but i love this idea of like whenever niles like starts to panic and he has Mm -hmm. to he's like and he's like no i can't panic like he's able to like sort of calm down Mm -hmm. um and he's like he can do this because as far as he's concerned he you know he said leave this person he didn't he didn't know anything he didn't know anything just like don't leave him like he's bad leave him Gone. So, so there. Martin's gonna go down to the police station with Niles, mm-hmm. and then the phone starts ringing mm-hmm. over at the Montana when it's just Fraser and Daphne. Mm-hmm. And Fraser's like, you know, that's gonna be ringing all night. And right. Daphne's like, hey, I, if I let them drive me out of my home, mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I can't have that happen. Right. And then Fraser answers the phone. Mm-hmm. It's Daphne's mom. Mm-hmm. And She's then coming they, over. They're just like, let's leave. Yeah, she's driven them out of the out of her home, and so. it's a good choice just to leave. Yeah, uh, but there's also one other line when they're talking about the thing, and uh, they're talking about the conversation and the painting and all that stuff. And Niles is like, you know, starts going off on this like old story of, uh, uh, about the Nazarene painters of Biddlesbach Palace, and and he's like, yes, tell that story. And Martin's just like. No, <laughs> like I really love that moment when he's just like, because this is such a like normal thing for them to do, but it's mm-hmm. like it's um this is a murder. We don't have time for you to be talking about this. We thing. would be okay if there was a murder ha- happening, like happening involving us. Uh huh. We would we would never. There would be so much extra information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the thing is like when you watch those shows where like people like confess to murders i'm like i i don't know what would happen Mm -hmm. but i feel like i would just be an easy target for that where i would just be like so nervous that i would accidentally say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. sort of like uh fraser does later on when he says executed right and i would just say the wrong thing and i'd be like no that that, no what yeah Yeah. well that that would be me yeah i feel like that's why when you watch those things, the most important thing to learn from any true crime show or anything uh-huh. like that is just say lawyer. Just like, say lawyer. The moment you're brought in and there's anything like that going on, be like, lawyer. Because then they can't they can't ask you anything else without your lawyer. As soon as you're like... So but it, because- I hate on those shows where it's like, as soon as you like ask the lawyer, the like voiceover person is like... They obviously did it. <laughs> and it's like, right. yeah. no, you want legal counsel yeah. because people in small town Oreo, I just came up with a new place. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, you know, like they—they're just hungry for the—they're hungry for the crime. Right. They want to arrest. They want to arrest the crime baron right. there. Right. Well, because it makes me think—it uh, makes me think of like that scene in My Cousin Vinny that seemed ridiculous when I watched it, but it now feels almost real having watched true crime stuff, mm-hmm. where like the cop says, "Like you shot the clerk," and he's like, "I shot the clerk." Oh like, yeah, uh, yeah. And he's saying that over and over, like. I shot the clerk, but then the transcript is just, I shot the clerk, I shot the clerk. I sh-, and he's yeah. like, that was clearly a question when you're watching the scene, mm-hmm. but in, and that's why it's like, bringing the lawyer in makes sure that like, clearly the it's answered mm-hmm. in a way that like everybody knows what's really going on as opposed to the transcript, which says technically what he said mm-hmm. without the question mark. You yeah, know? that's a really good example. It's <laughs> yeah. also like, that's a good movie. It is. But it's also like kind of the sort of thing that ends up happening. Not exactly like that, but like mm-hmm. where they'll ask you questions and it's like, ah, oh, they got you to say a thing. And it's like, that's not, if you talk too much, it's really easy to say something like well, that. Also, like most people under like intense investigation are mm-hmm. like nervous. Right. It's like every time I go to the doctor, my blood pressure is high and they're like. Right. Oh, it's probably because you're at the doctor because they have an understanding people being at the doctor have a high blood pressure. It turns out that possibly that maybe I've also been told that maybe my blood pressure is just high all the time Mm -hmm. genetically. I don't know if that's true. Mm -hmm. It's probably because I have anxiety. Yeah. Or a combination of it. You know, it's all of it. Yeah. It's it's all of those things. Mm -hmm. But. Anyways, let's talk about the next section. Mm-hmm. Oh, but one last thing. One last thing. It's a tiny thing. It's just okay, a tiny okay. thing. It's just the simple fact that this tangent that seems so ridiculous and pointless about the like crossbow mm-hmm. is actually important. Because one thing that's set up throughout the entire 11 seasons that we see all the time is something important is going on and they just start talking about nonsense that isn't important to the situation at all and then Martin just has to finally be like like pull them back to talk about the like thing that's actually relevant to what's going on and I love that the crossbow ends up being relevant it like seems like a a perfect punchline based on the fact that we've seen this set up so many times on the show. I thought that you're making a reference to how we go off on little tangents <laughs> and that nothing we talk is actually nothing we talk about is actually important to the show Frasier, but this one time it is. But it's not true cuz nothing we've said is important. That in the past 11 seasons everything I just said was a like it was a like nuanced analysis of the show Frasier based on my understanding of the actual story structure that they have used and the way that they have subverted it. I disagree with your premise that we are not on topic right now. Frasier with a Z. (laughs) Fraser. Yeah. Which, Which immediately reminds me of like old Comedy Central promos when Brendan Fraser was on uh, The Daily Show and he recorded a promo for Comedy Central and he was like, I'm Brendan Fraser and if you say Fraser, I know where you live and I'm coming after you. 
and it's like so seeing fraser with a z uh just makes me think of that because it's like pretty much the opposite of that everyone's gonna love this tangent i'm about to go on i will i expect it um so i had these smashing pumpkins interview cds (laughs) of course you did i listened to them a lot again of course you did and so they had like Jimmy Chamberlain, who's the drummer. I'm just assuming all of you know, Everybody but knows you that. know. And um, they had them do like these promos for like the radio station. And I really love that they kind of just kept this mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And one of them was just like, like I'm the edge from you too. Like they were just joking. Mm-hmm. And and I always just think about that when I think of promos. I'm done. Now. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So. Fraser and Daphne are there at Fraser's apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin and Niles finally are home. Mm-hmm. And they, we kind of find out like it just took a long time of sitting around. Yeah. Because Martin was apparently shooting a gun into a dumpster, which sounds incredibly dangerous. <sighs> yeah. I was like, I heard that and I'm like, I don't believe Martin would do that. I don't believe any cops would allow that. Like, that's a terrible, terrible idea. We already know from A Christmas Story that it's going to ricochet off metal Mm -hmm. and you're going to shoot your eye out, kid. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, I don't, I believe that people shouldn't own guns. That's my own personal thing. But... I also believe that if you are going to, there's certain, I've got, I spent a lot of my childhood being taught a lot of very strict rules, and one of them is you don't shoot at metal things. Okay, Especially so. Especially a straight metal thing, it's going to ricochet backwards. One of my favorite Dave moments, which is sad, um, was Dave and I watching Tiger King. Uh-huh. And if which- you watch Tiger King, I'm sorry, p- perhaps, it's very <laughs> sad to watch. It, it anytime everyone is walking around with these guns and uh-huh. pointing them and doing crazy things and Dave's just like oh, oh, yeah, like he was just don't. super flipping out and yeah. I remember the very first episode there was a point where uh the got Joe Exotic the main the Tiger King guy is is like aiming a gun at a pistol at the cameraman with a his finger on the trigger and barely moves it to the side before firing and i was just like that he has just broken every rule of gun safety i ever learned growing up i i am shocked none of these people have accidentally shot themselves like that was literally my feeling from episode 1 so <laughs> yeah. On that note, that uh-huh. depressing note. Yeah. Um, we find out from like Maris's lawyer who they run into, who I don't believe would be able to speak about this to them. She definitely shouldn't. Definitely shouldn't. Definitely um, but not that lo- yeah. she, so like her and her boyfriend, what Esteban, like Esteban, had a yep. fight, and yep. he left. She threw him out. She threw him out. So we, he left. Mm-hmm. And she was blown off some steam by practicing with her crossbow. Mm-hmm. And Which, see, here's the strange thing. I feel like this writer doesn't know what a crossbow is. Because he's, because what he says was she needed to practice because she has weak triceps. Yeah, that's what Niall says, yeah. But once you pull the crossbow back, it locks into place. 
You don't, mm-hmm. the triceps would be, make it difficult to pull it back. But once it's pulled back, which also, it wouldn't be in the painting. The painting, even if it was a crossbow, was after St. Ursula's been shot. So it wouldn't be pulled back. Mm-hmm. Even if it was a crossbow. Yeah, don't you just like hold it and like push a trigger for yeah, a crossbow? The point of a crossbow is you pull it back once, put the bolt in place, and you can just hold it. It's ready to go when you need it. Okay, so Dave Dave has a theory, which is... <laughs> yeah, so my theory is that there is no reason this crossbow would be loaded and ready to fire unless she was intending to shoot Esteban. Okay, but what, would she know... Well, you would you hear would somebody he coming? Lo- okay, so we hear that he leaves, but then comes back in through the balcony. Yeah, burst which, in through the balcony window. Which does sound... That would be startling. But if you had a loaded crossbow, an actually loaded crossbow with a mm-hmm. real arrow in it, ready to fire, and somebody burst in through the balcony, yeah, you'd shoot him. You'd shoot. But I totally understand it going off. If you Even if you weren't... like, I understand a reaction of it accidentally going off, mm-hmm. partly because I bet Maris doesn't have that... Sa- it's the same gun safety mm-hmm. training things. That- Is there like a safety and a crossbow? No, but it's you don't have your ha- finger on the trigger. You don't mm-hmm, hold it against mm-hmm. the trigger. You don't aim it at anyone. You don't well, want to kill. Well, it's an kill. antique one, so they didn't believe in safety back then. <laughs> but it's still... What I mean is like the safety of your actions. Right. Like there's there's gun safety actions that would also apply to a crossbow. Mm-hmm. That if you don't follow those, I could totally see a crossbow also going off and killing someone if mm-hmm. it's loaded with a real arrow. Mm-hmm. But one shouldn't be loaded because the painting is after it's fired. Mm-hmm. Two, not a crossbow in the painting. The only reason you would have it loaded is because you planned to shoot somebody with it. Dave is a flipping detective. <laughs> And by flipping detective, I mean he also flips houses. Not and in the I traditional way. What? And I do sick flips on my skateboard. Oh. While flipping houses. I was going to say not flipping houses the traditional way. I mean like turning them upside down. Exactly. That's what I'm also saying. Sweet. <laughs> I do a sick flip on my skateboard and I land on a lever that launches the house into the air and flips it and it lands still in place. Chef's kiss. I know. I'm very I'm very good. I don't know how you don't like break the foundation of the house. Exactly. It's a trade secret. You know it's the only thing? Your trade, your fl- house flipping trade. My skateboard flipping house flipping trade. Yeah. And you know it's the only thing? Hmm. That comes that that comes out of the house. Hmm. Clues, clues. That's how I find the clues. <laughs> I like that. Like just a <laughs> bunch of magnifying glasses with question marks fly out. I'm assuming that's what it's like, like a uh-huh. video game, and you're like, "Whoa!" No, I just put out. Whoa! A tarp. It's a clue. Yeah. No, I put out a tarp. I'm going to flip on the tarp. All the clues land on the tarp. And then it's I'm just like, like a bunch of weird, like, transparent, like, fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah. It's got- and like a dust particle from, like, a special kind of palm tree because <laughs> that's where it took place. Uh-huh. Exactly. Got to get a- that for- forensic botany. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> but I love-, I love. Okay. We need to talk like. Okay. So she shot Esteban in self-defense. So she says. Yes. 
and that something that they're saying is doesn't look good for her. It's not a good look. Mm-hmm. Is that she had her passport, a wig, and ten thousand dollars in her bag? <laughs> now, my first thought was mm-hmm. Maris always has those in her purse, and probably because I'd seen this episode. And then <laughs> Niles is just like, she always carries those things, <laughs> and I love that. I yeah. love. I mm-hmm. how can you not just like love the this idea of Maris? She's just so. Over the top and insane, and it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, like, can you imagine being the kind of person? Like, I used to carry my passport around, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's like actually very weird. But mm-hmm. if you add like carrying a wig and ten thousand dollars <laughs> cash, yeah, like yeah. you are literally on the run all the time. You're like, I gotta be able to leave the country at a moment's notice. Well, the fact is, sometimes she needs to leave the country at a moment's notice for some plastic surgery. Sometimes she's just like, I have to go to my surgeon. Mm-hmm. Not well, not Mel, but like you know, she's got. So there's some sort of like technique that she needs to try out in like Denmark, right? Right now, right. Though also, I realize, um, like, I know, like, $10,000 cash is such a very specific amount, but it's one that, like, absolutely gets you in trouble if you're, like, flying. Oh, yeah. I love when they ask you on those little pamphlets, like, when you fly internationally, like, what you have Mm -hmm. as far as, like, foreign currency. Uh And I have to be, like, count. I'm, like, counting out pennies on the thing. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, the thing they're worried about is if you're carrying, like, say, $10,000. I think, like, I've only carried, like, $500 or something weird yeah. amount. And I had, like, a, like, I had, like, a traveler's check or something so I could go and, like, get more cash if I needed it or some kind of weird thing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we were in, like, London... Mm-hmm. for a couple days and i had all of this change and we yeah. just like dumped it into some person's like <laughs> open case we're like whatever a musician here you go Plap. i'm sure they would love that <laughs> i mean kind of 50 cents i don't okay. know i feel a like tumpence, it was more than a tumpets tumpets a tumpets a bag <laughs> Still don't know what a tuppence is. Is that like a Tupperware? It's two pence. No, it's a tuppence, and I don't know <laughs> what that is. Wear. It's tuppence wear. It's It's very, it's cheap Tupperware. Can you imagine, why was there ever Tupperware parties? What the heck is wrong with you? Look, there was one way for housewives at that time to make money, and it was selling Tupperware to other housewives. It is a very strange. It's very strange to me. It was a pyramid scheme. It was a pyramid scheme for the people? Is that yeah. what Mary Kay is too? Yeah, they're all like Amway, Mary Kay, like all those things are basically like <gasps> you make money, you make money partly by selling to your friends and partly by recruiting your friends and then you get money based on them doing it and it's like everybody is trying to be the not be the last one. No, I can see my Home Alone face I'm doing. I'm just mostly because I've seen Edward Scissorhands so many times. And I like when she calls the like main person to mm-hmm. like talk about the makeup she's doing. <laughs> the thing is, it's like a legitimate job that's also you definitely make money based on the people you recruit to also do it. So it becomes a thing where it's like the only way you end up with a, like it actually being profitable is by not being the bo- person at the bottom, not being the, the last person to do Look, it. Look, if someone 
if there was like a way that someone could sell Black Moon cosmetics door to door, but mostly to me, <laughs> I'd be into it. Black Moon cosmetics being, um, okay. So I like non traditional makeup colors. Uh huh. Like, who doesn't want a green highlighter? <laughs> a highlighter being. Makeup that highlights. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, your cheekbones yeah, and yeah. Your, your your parts that you want highlighted, which is your whole face. <laughs> so you just go your whole, whole face. face is green like a zombie. <laughs> and then you got green lipstick. Uh-huh. And you're like, yes, here I am looking like Frankenstein. And people are like, mm, you're fabulous, darling. <laughs> okay, speaking of Black Moon, Daphne's in a bad mood. Yes. I mostly just tried to get you to elaborate so I could make that um, segue. She's in a bad mood partly because of what the this newspaper, newspaper says. Because, uh, first of all, it's talking about everything between... Why uh, is Maris Crane? Why is it Maris Crane? I don't know. We talked about this last episode. I know. And then but know. they have their honeymoon. I love that Frazier's like, is this your honeymoon photo? And like... Niles is like, oh, yes, that's when we went to that place for that experimental, yeah. like, Gestad. liposuction. In Gestad. Yeah, um, but, so yeah, yes. He's like, so, yeah, yes, yeah. that is our honeymoon photo. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, 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 Maris. Oh, I do, f- I do feel for you. But more importantly, she gets very, Daphne gets very upset when it, it's pointed out that Niles eventually married Daphne Moon, a housekeeper. Dave also got upset. He like, I was like flipped his top. I, 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 okay, I just want to read the note that I wrote here. She's like, damn right. Don't let them belittle the importance of your job the way your family did for years. Well, it also says Frazier with a Z, who's a radio DJ, which <laughs> I don't, I guess, but no. No, he's literally not. He's never disced anything. He uses weird he eight tracks. He disses tra- stuff. He does. He uses weird eight tracks. Excuse even for me, the they're cassette tapes. All right. They're not. No, no. They're cassette when, when they tapes. do the ads, he puts in those weird, like, eight track looking, like. They're cassettes. <laughs> Remember when you would go to Sam Goody and they would have the cassette tapes and those things? They throw, like, long things you would pull no. up? Oh. Because we didn't have a Sam Goody in my town. Well, I'm sorry. We the 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 biggest chain we had in my town was Fashion Bug, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. There are all these like ladybugs in there, just like mm, look at my lame. <laughs> yeah, what we had was Epstein's department store. <laughs> so, is that real? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was fake. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where you would go. For school clothes, or hunting equipment, or radio control cars, or literally anything. Literally anything. It had it all. It did. Uh, And then it became a a clothing consignment shop. And then it became, I think, mini golf. And then it became nothing. Just a big empty space on Main Street in my town. So, the lot looks great, I gotta say. 
That was it. That was the department store. So we had, yeah. okay, so there was a department store in my small town in Texas called Bell's. And you could buy most of that stuff, just not hunting stuff. Because why mm -hmm. would you need to go there when you could go to Walmart to get that? <laughs> right. We didn't have a Walmart. And then. We did have a McDonald's. Well, the Walmart wasn't in our town. Okay. No, it was in the next town. But that was a big deal. When the, and then we used to have a Kmart, but then that closed. Let me uh. tell you, that <laughs> riled some feathers. Uh huh. Not for long, since I probably just got shot. Um, and then I don't think any hunting was happening in my town, like in yeah. my actual town, because it, it's oh. too city-like. Yeah, yeah. In We're, Texas, yeah, my town was all hunting, like because it was all woods. Well, not in the town, but, like, it's surrounded by I woods. always lived in places where people did hunting, but, like, adjacent mm -hmm. to where I was. Because people definitely hunted in, like, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. But, like, no, my neighbors hunted. But I don't know where they went. Mm -hmm. But I definitely saw that they did that. Mm -hmm. Didn't make the neighbors very happy. <laughs> yeah, which is, again, there we see the difference between our lives, where it's, like, your one neighbor showing the results. Do you, I don't know why you have to hang it from a tree. It's important. There, are, we don't need to go into the details of it because some people aren't going to want to hear it. But there, are, it is important. Okay, it is a thing you need to do. But in my town, you see that, and you're like, ah, good for them. They got, they got, they got a, they got a deer. Yay, good job, you. Yeah, it's Cause, cause definitely they had to fight in hand-to-hand -hand combat, and they won. No, what I'm saying is because that means that's a lot less food that they need to buy for the rest of the year. Mm. And you're like, good, good for you. That is meals for most of the year. Meals on ho hooves. <laughs> well, yes. Um, but that's why you did it. Like, in my town, you did it because it was a financial, a, a great financial savings to do that. I'm just, I'm just like seeing like the person of the bank and he's like, you're sitting there and he's like talking to you about budgeting and he's like, so I see here that you spent $2,000 on groceries last year and that you could really cut that savings in half if you just get a deer this season for hunting season. Uh -huh. And that's my recommendation. Man, $2,000 a year is actually pretty impressive. And that, um, but just be careful because you can only carry 200 bullets <laughs> on your wagon and 200 pounds of meat at a time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So plan out ahead of time. Uh -huh. Don't down any buffaloes, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Because uh -huh. you'll have to leave the rest behind for the Yeti. Okay, you're just free. Okay, you're just mixing up your like your your like mid like late eighties early nineties games now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about real life here. I'm a banker. <laughs> I'm a yeah, banker. but you don't get as many points at the end if you're a banker. <laughs> Shotguns fired. That means I got a deer. <laughs> I made it. Here we go, back well, to the honeymoon, and yeah. then we talked about that, and then we're talking about 
how Niles is going to handle everything, which is yeah. calm. He's you fine. can go to pieces or you can be calm. And you know who's not calm? Daphne. And she's like, you're sleeping on the couch. And she's yeah. going over there to go be in her old room that I'm sure it's not still her old room yeah. anymore. Th- that was one of the things that I thought was weird. Like they go, she just storms off to it's her so old, old room. room. I thought it was going to be like a hat room or a study or something. Gift wrapping room. Um, yeah, but then Niles follows, comes back with a limp. Okay, yeah, I love he's like, I'm going to go preach about being calm. Uh-huh. Don't ever tell people to be calm if they're not calm. Never helps. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I, I do like this like limp that he comes back with because I think it's very funny, yeah. but it's just Wait, like. Is that this scene? Is it not? No, that's a totally different scene. That's a diff- totally different section. No, it's in the scene. Is it? No, no, no. No, it's not. Oh, totally that's much later. That's, that's totally much later. That's totally Why did I scene. think it was in this one? I don't know. It, it's... T- yeah. Go to pieces or stay calm. Oh, now they're going to the doctor appointment. Yeah. Now they're going to the doctor appointment. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, he's like, oh, plenty of time to sleep. Because he yeah. didn't get to sleep that night because they're yeah. at the jail at the p- police station all night. Mm-hmm. And that now he's got to go to, like, Daphne's doctor's appointment. Right. And now we're in fair and unbalanced at we Catherine sh- Avosa. We sure are. Okay. So this just, this title, sec- this section of this title just reminds me of, like, when I was in school and Fox News was, like, really new and we just gotten it in Maine where i was mm-hmm. and we watched this news report you know and because like that's fair and balanced is like was like the i don't know if it still is but like was the fox news like motto thing and i remember very early on at our school we watched this report that they did on wolves and it was like the danger of wolves like the like wolves are making a comeback is your family safe? And we were just like, what a bunch of obvious lying nonsense. I'm really glad nobody's going to like follow this dumb new news channel that's obviously lying all the time. It's it's unfair and unbalanced. And I sure am glad nobody will ever believe any of what they have to say because they're obviously lying all the time. That was all of our reactions in like 1997. And <laughs> and fortunately, we were right. Here we are, 23 years later, and nobody believes them. Sure, I'm glad it turned out that way. Uh, <laughs> I just... No, I. it's not even about... I don't... No, I just say, like, I just... No, I just... <gasps> I can't articulate, just... Uh, like, I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. If you listen to Fox News and you're listening to our podcast, probably you shouldn't listen to it. Like, yeah. I just don't think we're for you. You've <laughs> already clicked off by now. Yeah, like, I, I can't imagine anybody has listened to any like, episode. If you're someone that watches Fox News and you care about feminism and, like, LGBTQIA rights, and, like, you give money to Planned Parenthood, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, maybe we can talk. Right. But, like, that's all things that are transparent and important Mm -hmm. to us, and, like, we... I'm 
I'm sorry. Like, we live in a world where our political beliefs bleed out because they're important to talk about now mm-hmm. because we live in a world that is insane right now. Yeah. And I just care about the rights of people. Like, mm-hmm. I just care about the rights of people. Mm-hmm. Like, let's protect our neighbors and, like, d- yep. do things that are good for everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here we are at Cafe Nervosa. I sure <laughs> miss cafes. Um, mm-hmm. Ra- Roz, Fraser, and Niles are here, and we're getting. Uh, like right away, we just get this like call, get the call from Maris. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love that we think like something really important is really happening in this yeah. call. Yeah, she, he's like, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, because she's calling her from that- prison. Like, obviously, it's going to be important. What? It's hard to call people from prison. I love that she has put her shoes out of her cell to be shined. <laughs> Yeah, and because she has gone. no idea. Yeah, and that they got taken away from her, mm-hmm. and that I just love. He's like, sh- I'm getting a lot of calls, a lot more calls than you think you could like get from someone that's in prison. <laughs> yeah, though I realize now, like having watched, like she would be on bail, I'd imagine. No, 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 no. no. She, she won it. The police believe she committed a premeditated murder. Uh-huh. Two, she was, she's rich and was caught with $10,000 a wig in her passport, which means they think she's a flight risk. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give her bail if they think she's a flight risk. Okay, well. And, but what I was going to say was, having watched a number of, like, true crime things, and especially listening to Serial, mm-hmm. um, the, the funny thing, just in terms of, like, Obviously, you do this for the fact that it's a fictional show and you don't need to include the reality of mm-hmm. it. Realistically, there'd be a long pause between him answering his phone and him talking to Maris caused by that, like, this incoming call is from a, a prisoner at blah, blah, blah penitentiary. Uh, calls may be recorded by, uh, unless they're between you and your or between the client and their lawyer you know like there's a whole long thing recorded thing at the beginning of those calls mm-hmm. before the person can start talking to mm-hmm. let you know it's yeah, a call from they a call prison. collect yeah yeah you have to like accept charges yeah. from them unless she's got a smuggled cell phone that would explain why she can make so many phone calls they okay so <laughs> um anyways there are tons of news vans uh-huh. out outside yeah so fraser's like look you get out of here i'll i'll give an update for the yeah. family and like niles he, he is knows like, how to deal with the media maybe i should do it and he's like no no just sneak out the back way which is apparently through the bathroom somewhere That's, i mean we've i think there we saw an episode where somebody had to sneak out the back and it was through the window in the bathroom not many places have windows and bathrooms i always right. thought it was really weird that my house in, in texas had a bathroom window and it would always freak me out when the like person mowing the lawn was like zooming past (laughs) Uh and i'm like that guy's out there i mean it had like a curtain but it's just like and i know like he was mowing the lawn it wasn't like he was like stopping and like let me pair into the bathroom like he was doing his job so it was fine but like you know yeah no it's still like you know it's weird it's it's a window yeah in the bathroom yeah so um 
Fraser's talking to the news vans. I love that the news people go in there and they like rush in and yeah. they're just like, "This is private property." <laughs> well, I would imagine it's a it's a public. They, they could definitely tell but him he's to just leave. like you ready i'm here to give a statement on the yeah. crane family yeah. yeah i was just thinking like what if you were like anyone who's just a like customer at nervosa trying to, and it's just like you're packing up you're getting mm-hmm. ready to leave and then all these news people pile in and now mm-hmm. like are standing in front of the door and somebody's gonna give a like maybe a they're only there like, for cronuts hey, <laughs> maybe they're just like there's a new bakery sensation at Cafe Nervosa and like Fraser's just like presumptuously believe that they're there for him which seems very Fraser <laughs> they did come in and say is Niles Green here because I heard that he invented cronuts <laughs> man if Niles Green invented cronuts that would be amazing this is way have. before cronuts came I out. know but I'm just thinking like Man, like, or if you're just like an employee and you just need to like go do a thing, but now you're just like, oh, I guess this guy's just gonna stand in the middle of the cafe and and give a speech to a new a bunch of news people. Anyways, we want we want Maris and Niles Crane to be executed. <laughs> no way, you exonerated, exonerated, yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah. exonerated. It's not, it's not, and I love that he just says it and doesn't even notice that he. Yeah, said and then like thing. Roz is just like, um, and he's yeah. like, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, I did. did? I, said, I said no such thing. <laughs> yeah, we totally did. And yeah. then yeah, yeah, but then it's weird because he stops him and they're still there, but they don't change it because it's on the news well, four yeah, million be- times because it's fair and unbalanced. It's almost like they're referencing a channel that would use the mistake and not use the retraction why are they watching that news channel because that's the one that everybody's watching it's 2004 now why are people watching that in 2004 because it was a post 9-11 world and people believed the wow okay so (laughs) back at fraser's apartment but also because it's a better like a better bit to show, like, it's you get more ratings from showing the part where he says they should be executed. They showed it four times. Yeah. But all, uh, the other thing is here, even if he meant exonerated, I feel like Frazier wouldn't actually say Maris. He doesn't know Maris is innocent. She killed somebody. Regardless of whether it was an accident or not, she killed somebody. Nile, he, he thinks Niles should be exonerated. Well, Niles shouldn't be even involved that's what it, that's what i'm saying if he says maris and niles should be exo- he means to say exonerated he doesn't know if maris should be he just knows niles should be he shouldn't he shouldn't be making true. any statement about maris true now we're back at fraser's fraser's apartment fraser's mm-hmm. and martin and fraser are watching the news <laughs> just phrase just phrase. He's not in a sweater. It's it's not just phrase. Is he not in a sweater? He's always kind of in a sweater. He's it's like I mean, under... because he's so warm. He's he's so warm and inviting, like a good sweater. Can you imagine if that's <laughs> what the like sweater section said? So warm and inviting. And they're just like it's Does sort it of like the axe of clothing. Uh huh. It chops down trees. So warm and inviting. It'll... 
Not that. I meant the cologne. I, of course you did. <sighs> so they're watching the news. They're hearing four times that he said executed and Frazier feels terrible. Uh-huh. And Daphne and Niles are there. And it's the actual scene we're talking. We were talking about earlier. <laughs> right. But I love that, you know, Daphne is like yelling at Frazier like, oh, yes, we understand it was an accident, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're and only trying to ruin our lives. I mean, help. Yes. <laughs> I love. Yeah. Okay. We love a sassy Daphne, right? <laughs> to an extent. There is definitely like a angry Daphne that goes beyond a line where I'm yes. like, mm, no, but this sassy Daphne. This, yeah. this sassy Daphne, I'm this is all good. about. This is very good. So mm-hmm. um, I love that we get the call from Maris, but like Niles was trying to keep it on the down low and he's just like, hello. Like, what are you trying to fool? One, how weird would it be if you were Maris? And mm-hmm. you do this call, and he's just calling you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, are you, are you okay? Or she doesn't know. She's a robot person. No, see, the thing is, I feel like the one thing she would know is Niles seemingly disrespecting her by just by not being willing to say her name by just being like, mm-hmm. because what's more important, him being willing to just talk to her or literally anything else anyone else could be going through ever who knows so <laughs> i i love this whole thing uh-huh. and then like daphne is just like who are you talking to you were talking to maris obviously right now you can sleep on the couch and i hate you right and also i need crackers i mean 10 years in jail the other way around flip it what's that willy wonka yeah flip scratch that Flip it, reverse it. That's Missy Elliott. (laughs) Yeah, it's all of that. I think that's where it comes from. Okay. (laughs) Um, Scratch that, reverse it. One of those. Flip it like Dave does on the skateboard. (laughs) Exactly. But I love that... Okay, <laughs> she gets mad. It's just so good because, like, Rachel goes to get the crackers. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And she's... Yeah, because she's already, like, yelling at Niles a bunch. <laughs> just, she's just like, I hate that kind of cracker. Yeah. And then Martin, who should just shut up, honestly. Yeah. He's just like, that seemed kind of harsh. And then, like, <laughs> Frazier being like, I'll say these are imported from Belgium. <laughs> I, okay, again, I this is a recurring thing that I love in this episode. Frazier just constantly making the things about himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so, like like self like focused on himself that he's not noticing what most people are going through right mm-hmm. now he's just like yeah like Frasier, that's not about you it's not about you and your crackers like <laughs> like a lot of it was harsh it wasn't the thing about your crackers like it's um oh man and so the- you pointed out okay there's another thing you pointed out that i do find interesting here okay is when Nas is talking about all is talking about all of the like news crews in the area he says the entire press corps from esteban's hometown in argentina and like daphne says like someone from the buenos aires herald says the thing about somebody from the buenos aires herald Mm -hmm. and you pointed out like why would it be called the herald that's a good point 
It wouldn't be the Buenos Aires Herald. Yeah, it would be a Spanish word. Yeah, it would definitely not be the Herald. Yeah. Though, I imagine, one, if it's the entire press corps from his hometown, he's not from Buenos Aires. So I assume she's saying that as a way to be like, just, she here's, a, been like here's a place from Argentina and a thing you say, like a thing you call a newspaper. Yeah. Because he can't, like, if it's literally the entire press corps, then it's not Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires is huge. They've mm -hmm. got more than one yeah. newspaper. They've got a big press corps. This is before like, they all went bankrupt in that time where <laughs> all the newspapers disappeared. Right. Um, so I assume, but also, like, if she was being literal, there's no way it's called the Herald. Right, right. So, uh, Niles goes off, finally, to go, like, talk some calm into Daphne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Fraser's concerned. Yeah. With, look, it was one thing, like, I thought it was healthy that he was trying to stay calm, but at this point, it just feels like he's not dealing with his emotions, mm -hmm. and it's just like senior year, and Martin's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Fraser's like, I've been sworn to secrecy. Here you go. I like that Martin yeah. leans in before, like, just as he's like, I was sworn to secrecy, and right. I can't talk about it, and Fraser's like, or Martin's leaning in already, because <laughs> right. he knows he's just going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, because uh, Fraser doesn't care about being sworn to secrecy. So he had, you know, Niles had mono and he like missed all his classes and his girlfriend broke up with him uh -huh. and he was just like having a really tough time. Mm -hmm. And then he ended up like in the freezer at the grocery store holding some like what frozen peas or something. Frozen corn. For, like, and just being like, why so cold, my love? <laughs> Which is hilarious because he ends up with Maris. Yeah. We talked about like having no body temperature. Right. Being both emotionally and literally physically cold. Yeah. Since basically episode one. A frozen corn. Basically yeah. frozen corn. So wait. What if this incident is the reason he ended up with Maris? What if this temporarily, like, altered his perception of love and romance? And it is the reason he ended up with he Maris. He wants to date frozen vegetables. For a, a bit, maybe. Maybe there was some part of him that, like, associated, like, this sort of, like, traumatic response associated that with, with a sense of like romance and so the reason he ended up with someone who was literally physically cold and emotionally distant is because of this moment this magic moment <laughs> yes that exactly i'm just saying i don't know all right so and that's when he comes out limping He's like, everything's fine. Everything's totally fine. He's definitely limping. And then Fraser's like, also, he's the world's biggest pillow for the couch. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I feel and like then, Daphne's pillows were never this big. And then they were like, whoa. What? Was that an innuendo? No, I'm just saying literally the pillows that were on. <laughs> we saw Daphne's room. <laughs> Look, I know she's pregnant, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, Fraser. I mean, little pillows. 
Anyway, go on. So Fraser offers Niles a sherry. Uh huh. They go out in the balcony where they get like razzed. They get razzed by Chopper Dave's out there, just razzing them up. Admittedly, when I saw heard this helicopter sound and saw this light, I was just thinking of the thing of Chopper Dave buzzing the balcony. Yeah. When that. I don't know why I say razz. Is that a thing? Getting Is that razzed? Even a word? I mean, yeah, but that's like. You know, teasing somebody. A razzmatazz? A ra- yeah. Razzle-dazzle. Again, razzle-dazzle. And I love Jazz that they have to, like, go back inside, but then, like, Fraser just yells, like, I meant exonerated. Like, you know <laughs> what I meant. And, yeah. like, that's, that's the only reason that they're there. Yeah, as if that's the reason. Yeah. But, you know, Niles is acting a little too detached. Yeah. Like, look, we mm-hmm. all know acting detached is natural, don't we? Yeah, well, because I think, is this the part where he's saying, no, I, no, I mean, like, what he's trying to <laughs> say is like, no, I, I think, I think Niles makes a valid point here, which is, he's beyond which this. Which is, <laughs> look, I've used, I'm using some spells, He's be- some magic. He's beyond the point that he's describing. But the point he's trying to make is that, like, things are so, like, wild right now that if I let myself succumb to, like, all of it, I won't be able to handle any of it. So I need to sort of, like, detach myself to a certain extent from some of what's going on. Because I can't, like let myself you can't let your if you like there's so much that you could feel and be going through in this moment that there's a part of you that has to be willing to just be like look i can't i can't do it all at once right now or i will fall apart yeah strange it's almost like relevant information right now yeah it is it, it is. is if there's a lot happening right now. Everybody is going through a lot right now. It's a hard, but it's also this hard thing to be detached and not be completely detached. Yeah. Because, the, the you know, the thing is to be like, I feel angry. What does that mean? Right. I feel like I hear like all the time, like you're just supposed to examine and acknowledge your emotions which right. Fraser's like hey you're not doing that you're probably yeah. feeling like stress mm-hmm. and you're not calm yeah. like you're scared and right. you know angry and frustrated like there are all right. these different emotions that you're having right now that you aren't acknowledging and you like have to acknowledge them right yeah cuz the the thing Niles doesn't do here he doesn't acknowledge that the feelings are really happening. He's just like, there's a lot, so I'm just fine. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, there's a lot, and I'm not fine, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, like, kind of fake fine mm-hmm. to try and, like, get through it. Like, I'm not fine. It is hard. I'm, it is hard a balance. to be calm and not have emotions that are overwhelming. And acknowledge the emotions without not being like pulled overboard. But I don't know how other people do it. I don't. I do because I'm not good yeah. at it. 
because okay i'm gonna give an example it, because this is the time we're living in and like we need to like sort of acknowledge how everybody's sort of dealing so mm-hmm. i i am generally a pretty calm person like i'm mean, calm in the sense of like i don't get overwhelmed by like anxiety and fear and those sort of things like that isn't a thing that gets to me i have i'm excitable i'm passionate but i'm not like you're not me i'm not excessively (laughs) i'm not excessively anxious about things today i had to leave the house to pick up a prescription one of my one of my prescriptions i have two prescriptions that i have to take regular every day and i had to go to get one of them and I've got two, I've got one for, for Adderall, for my, my ADHD, and that's a controlled substance you can only, I can normally, on a normal, when the world isn't upside down, there are, I can only get a month's worth at a time, and uh, I can't get, like, a second, I can get three prescriptions filled, I can, I can get three prescriptions from my doctor, but the pharmacy will only give me one at a time, for 30 days and then 28 days later i can get the next one mm-hmm. but rules have changed on that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so that it isn't that strict right now mm-hmm. so since i had to go pick up a different prescription today i brought my other two to the pharmacy and i said mm-hmm. i know these technically aren't supposed to be filled early mm-hmm. but i know the rules have changed so can i get this filled and the doctor said, uh, the doc- the pharmacist said, "Yeah, as long as as long as your doctor has written on your prescription that you can get it early." And I almost lost my damn mind. I was like, "I got these in February. Nobody knew what was going on in February. How would he have ever written it on there? Like, the rules say you can do it early. Give me my." But I didn't say any of those things. Like, I was ready to just like flip out at this person but like it's not her fault mm-hmm. like i know it's not her fault but i'm just like i just don't want to leave my house again if i don't have to mm-hmm. like please help me limit the number of times i have to leave my house but like i know it's not her fault mm-hmm. but like i almost lost it because i was like i'm i'm doing okay i feel like compared to everybody else mm-hmm. but in that moment when all i wanted to do was not have to leave once a month for a thing that uh, j- because my important medicine that makes my brain work right college kids like to snort it so they can stay up all night and write a paper you know like i i don't want to be I-, I i would like to just be able to get the thing so i don't risk my life to make mm-hmm. my brain work okay it, every 30 days and i was just like <sighs> This isn't her fault, and it doesn't make sense to yell at her about this thing. But I was having a very difficult time not doing that thing because, like, I'm holding it together okay, but in that moment I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. it's fine. It's fine. And all I'm saying is, I get it. Like, you got to kind of like let certain things go, not feel all the feelings sometimes. Okay, so going into th- after that uh, discussion, th- I know, I know, we're going to Catherine Nervosa, where <laughs> um Niles doesn't, Niles doesn't seem ho- to be holding it together, yeah. um, because like Roz is there and mm-hmm. she they're ordering a coffee, mm-hmm, and then all Niles wants is a straw, but yeah. 
Roz got the last straw. The last one. The last straw. I love that moment when he just goes like, last straw like i love that like whisper almost mm-hmm. of him saying the last straw and it's such a subtle like it's not really subtle but you know where he's just sort of mm-hmm. like at a moment you you can see him breaking but i love that it's literally the last straw it's so good that and then and then like he's like is it hot in here and he just starts loosening his tie and taking his shirt off and then Roz is just like you can have my straw it's okay yeah and he's just like nope 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 it's no more straws it's it's no that's just, just can you imagine a coffee shop with no straws <laughs> like, and then I love like Roz is just like are you close because Niles is well yeah, he's on, naked now yeah, on the phone with Fraser. totally like, naked yeah. <laughs> which is interesting because like there was a time when it seemed like she was kind of maybe in that like a little bit what there was definitely a time when she was like a little bit interested in naked niles but not here in cafe nervosa well no under this circumstance <laughs> not it is not a sexy circumstance <laughs> no. no it's not it's not and so island niles is back <laughs> island niles is back but i okay so i love like Roz is like you are not calling the police yeah, yeah, because the that one, the one guy mm-hmm. we see all the time was was ready to like he can deal with any situation, mm-hmm. but not naked Niles. He's calling the police, and and this line is so good by Roz, like that his tips have like paid for all the pot that you'd ever smoke. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Which is, I also like it because I feel like this is definitely like you. There's this is one of those jokes that feels like last season Fraser jokes where you're just mm-hmm. sort of like I feel like you don't make a pot joke mm-hmm. in season like four mm-hmm. of Fraser. Like specifically saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Saying out loud you are a pot smoker. You might hint at it. Well, like there was like hints of like Roz growing things in her closet. Yeah. But oh, like yeah. they didn't really I mean it's implied, but it's, it's implied, not but you don't literally say you buy pot illegally with the tips that niles gives you like there is a like explicitness of this joke about Mm -hmm. what's happening here that like yeah you you only hint at in earlier seasons which i I really enjoy um but fraser kind of talks him down i love his whole thing like look at yourself and then he's just like oh hello Yeah. (laughs) yeah like looking down in his lap and just like Hello. Yeah, it's so good. And then good. he's like, I feel like I'm having that dream where I'm naked in Cafe Nervosa. And he's like, everyone else is also having that dream. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the, he gets the, like, aprons because he, like, mm-hmm. refuses to wear clothes. Yeah. And, and like, escorts him out. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's just very good. Yeah, there are a lot of fantastic moments in this scene. There's the part where Fraser asks him, asks him what's going on. He's like, heat wave in Texas. Mm-hmm. Fantastic line. When... Fraser's trying to calmly reach for him and he's just like, Don't touch me. Don't don't touch me. Like like the way he says it, like mm-hmm. he's just like I'm just calmly reading my newspaper here, but also the moment he sees that hand, he's just like, Don't touch me. Like mm-hmm. but he's then like But he's still just trying to like act like it's a normal thing. It's just a normal thing. I'm just sitting here reading a newspaper. Happen to be naked, don't touch me. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, like, there's so much, like, good little th- moments in mm-hmm. this thing of him, like, trying to, like, 
hold it together and act like everything's normal, but also it's definitely not, and also I'm naked. Like, every, like, uh, Mm -hmm. ah, it's such a good, like, the whole thing is very good. Okay, and then we're back. Oh, yes? Sorry. And also, Roz holding her cell phone out like a gun, like she's holding the -hmm. the cafe hostage the whole Mm -hmm. time, like, we're gonna back up, like, we're gonna get out of here, like, pointing Mm -hmm. the cell phone antenna at everybody and being like, we're gonna leave here, none of you are gonna call the cops, like, like, it's a really good scene. It reminds me of that scene, like, when in the, in Road of Perdition, when she's saying all the, like, drug, normal drug dealer Mm -hmm. stuff, or drug addict stuff, but, Mm -hmm. like, just about caviar like mm-hmm. the same like she's doing the like hostage situation scenario mm-hmm. with a cell phone and she's just like just don't yeah no yeah sorry i just want to mention those things now just why like, are you apologizing just, I, because you wanted to move on and i was like i need to no it's mention fine all these let's talk about moments. it um so we're back in the montana and mm-hmm. uh niles has been asleep for 20 hours <laughs> this feels right Yep. This feels right. After, like, where he is, like, mm-hmm. him being like, I'm surprised it's still light out. And just like, it's not. It was dark. It's it's light now again. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the opposite of that thing where you fall asleep in, at, like, three in the afternoon and wake up after dark and you're like, what day is it? Yeah. You're <laughs> just like, happening. I've slept through another day. <laughs> yeah. I love when Maris calls. And uh-huh. Niles is just like, of course you're alone because you killed your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, you need to like leave me alone. Yeah. I will help you, but like I cannot talk to you now, and you yeah. need to say goodbye. And I'm like the only person. Yeah. I'm number one on my list is Daphne. Yeah, and I love how yeah. everyone's sort of applauding this behavior, yeah. especially because. When it starts, he gets the call, and they're like, you don't have to take this. And he's like, I do. And it seems like he hasn't learned anything. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, he did. He learned it yep. all. Uh, and yeah, it's it's great. It's a very good. But I love that he, like, yells at Fraser, mm-hmm. And then Daphne is like, oh, I love everything you said about me, but I haven't been wonderful. And he's like, damn straight. You <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And, like, yells at her. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's just like, it's good because yeah. he's standing up for himself. Yeah, because he calls everybody out. This is where we find out that Martin spent an extra hour at the mm-hmm. station, like, shooting at a dumpster, which, no, he didn't. He didn't happen. That's one thing where I'm like, He's mm. eating a sandwich. He was eating a party yeah. sub. Right. There's also this moment, I love this thing where when Daphne finds out that martin spent an extra hour shooting a gun at the station she's like i had to spend that time with fraser he made me do housework i'd forgotten about that until now yeah like, that's I, that's such a good line mm-hmm. like i forgot like like I, what the heck is wrong with you fraser she's pregnant yeah and also not a, like we just saw her getting all upset about being a housekeeper treated as a housekeeper and it's like wh- why did she even do like what is she, everything is wrong with this moment Fraser is trash. Fraser is trash. And anything else to say about this before we go to the end credits? Yeah, well, because there's still the moment where, like, after all of this is happening, they're yelling at him, and then he has the most... Because he's 
mentioned multiple times whenever anybody says something against him he's like need i remind you i was i was punched in the face by a man now dead <laughs> and then i love he gets like the most dramatic oh, yeah, yeah. most like stage actor frazier mm-hmm. like being like need i remind you like this mm-hmm. full like stage voice mm-hmm. like like vibrato thing happening to talk about this and again it stops all of them like from like yelling at him again and they all get all sad and feel bad and then he's like now who wants pancakes and like it's so obvious he's not actually hurt at Mm -hmm. all by it it's just using this thing Mm -hmm. to like deflect anything bad that ever is pointed his way it's ah it's fantastic it's this is fantastic i love this whole thing the end scene where he's like returning the like mm-hmm. aprons, yeah. and then um, he orders a coffee, and then everyone turns around and gives him a straw. <laughs> yeah. Like you need a straw, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. And but he's got his his little cigarette holder, and it's full of straw. It's yeah, full yeah, of yeah. little stirring straws. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. Oh, there was another thing I was just gonna bring up. Oh, Niles apolo- when Niles apologizes for embarrassing Fraser, and he's like, I wasn't embarrassed. Well, there was the thing when a school bus passed by mm-hmm. and your apron became a cape. Mm-hmm. That was embarrassing. So the reason I want to bring that up is when Frazier gets the two aprons, mm-hmm. he puts one over Niles' front and he mm-hmm. ties that one on. And mm-hmm. then he puts a second one on, like, like hooked onto like in front of his neck and like draped over his back. Mm-hmm. And when they walk out of the cafe, Frazier's like, holding the back one against his hips as he like mm-hmm. guides him out clearly because they just didn't want to take the time to tie the like this is clearly just like a stage thing to make it go faster mm-hmm. where like you don't want to take the time to tie a second bow mm-hmm. and i i noticed that and i thought like man if he lets go that's just gonna be flopping like that's not gonna do a whole lot so when he said it became a cape i was like you know he did i specifically noticed he didn't tie it on the one in the back so that actually was possible with the one in the back so i like that they did that because i was like i thought it was just a stage thing but like he didn't tie it it's continuity i like i just i like loves the continuity i do i like that it it's a subtle thing but they did it right like they didn't tie it specifically because they could make that joke later Mm-hmm. They didn't call any attention to it, but it fits. If you go back and like pay attention to what they did with stage directions, mm-hmm. it fits. And I just really like that that it fits the way that they did it. Because you might not think that when you're acting it out, you might tie it on, mm-hmm. but they specifically didn't. And I just really like that the way they the way that they did that. Mm-hmm. That's all. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just like stare at me and go mm-hmm, for a long time and i just think like i have no idea if any of this is interesting to anyone but i enjoy it so yay anyway I'm i done. know i understand um <laughs> it makes me feel on. more awkward the more you just go mm-hmm. anyway drinks let's talk about drinks let's do that okay so drinks in this episode so Martin pours what I think is some, like, bourbon from a decanter. It's not named, but, like, usually what you get, like, the sort of, like, darker brown li- liquors that you get from those sort of crystal decanters. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, commonly it's, a, like, a bourbon. I that. thought it was brandy. Brandy. That's the one that I meant? Yeah. 
That's the one I meant. I think it's a brandy. I wrote bourbon, mint brandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, they have some coffee at Frazier's apartment after uh, after they get back from the station. Mm-hmm. Pouring some coffee there. They have some sherry later on. And then they get a cappuccino at Nervosa when the uh, straw incident happens. Mm-hmm. No callers, obviously. Hey, what's a good word? Oh, I do have one. I know you do. Malaprop. Mm-hmm. It's a noun. Uh-huh. The mistaken use of a word in place of a similar sounding one, often with unintentional amusing effect, as in, for example, dance of flamingo <laughs> instead of flamenco. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. Or executed instead of exonerated. Whoopsies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good word. All right. Let's rate the episode. Four. Really? Okay. A four-party sub. All right. Um, a four-person party sub. <laughs> All right. I'm actually going to rate this pretty high. I'm going to give this a 4.7. Whoa! I really... <laughs> That's a very bad air horn. That's a very good air horn. Um, 4.7 Maris's Lawyer. Mm-hmm. So say, which, either way, Sam Johnson's rating is going to go up. 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 Because (laughs) it's currently a 3.2. Ah. Because, like, it's a, you know, the Sam Johnson, Chris Marshall pairing. It's a, it's a real, uh, it goes back and forth. It varies. This one. This episode's good. This, this episode's episode very good. good. Yeah. This is a funny episode. It's a funny episode, and there's a lot of really solid moments in it. IMDb likes it. it's an 8.5. Yeah, it's a Not good. The ep- highest uh, Frasier rated, but it's a good. Compared to what we were seeing for most of season 10, Apple, 8.5 a- is Season fantastic. 11 is great. Sorry, I'm just talking right over you because I fine. don't care what you had to say. Wow. Wow. No, it's fine. I get it. No, we're, we're both just like enthusiastic. Both or energetic. drunk. Or drunk. A little drunk. A little enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. We're just... We're in, we're we're in a, guy. a lot of places. We're in a lot of places right now. All the places. We're like and a also ghost. And also one place, mostly. Mostly one place all the time. Uh, one place. One place only. <laughs> Which also, one place... It's my favorite manga. Um, That's a joke for like maybe ten of you. I hope. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway do you have anything else you want to say about this well a good place to find your favorite manga you might have forgotten about it it's probably it's probably behind something so don't forget to look behind things to find your favorite things that you've lost for years. It's a really good time to look behind things right now. It is. You might find things you've lost, including your sanity. (laughs) So hang in there. Stay Mm -hmm. safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands. TGIF Arcade, wishing you all good mental health. (laughs) In our absence. In our absence of good mental health, <laughs> we are trying. 
Try. You know what? You can either go to pieces or you can stay calm. I'm choosing stay calm. <laughs> exactly. This has been episode 1108, Murder Most Maris. You didn't say that part, but I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, Toss Alex and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more information about the show, follow us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Diana Raygun on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and you want to help us do more, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TGIFarcade or rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening. I don't, that was not the... No, it sounded perfect, and that's definitely going to come after the credits now, like uh, after the outro. <laughs>